but that evil Catholic priest told them that they can't learn about Mormonism anymore. Right. And he has to say grace, which is his clever way of teaching them the Mormonism plan. But I wanted so badly for him to just be like, oh, do you mind if I say grace? Okay, great. Dear Father, please forgive these jerk faces who are going to burn in hell forever who might have gotten their own planet or at least the soul in a few decades, but they won't. Amen. Please pass the glop. God awful movie. 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 Welcome back to the Gamcast, where each week we sample another selection from Christian cinema because all the other jobs I'm qualified for are sweaty. I'm your host, No Illusions, and sitting 700 miles to my immediate left is my good friend Heath Enright. Heath, welcome back. Thanks, Noah. So, you know who really carries a burden? <laughs> Who's the white that? man? Yeah, the, white the white man, man does. I thought, especially the Mormon white man. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And sitting 900 miles to my northeast, of course, is my bad friend, Eli Bosnick. Eli, how are you this fine afternoon, sir? I was just thinking about the new listener who turned on this podcast, <laughs> their first episode. It's a nice, it's, it's nice that, that Heath always goes context-free at the open, isn't it? It's, you got to get him. That's, but you know what? We'll get some on board, and then we'll be like halfway through. And yeah, be right. Like, wait a minute. They were making fun of us. <laughs> they haven't been talking about <laughs> I don't feel like that needs context to be accurate. That's just read some Rudyard Kipling. That's your thing. You trick racists into our podcast. You want That's... a thing. That's your thing. <laughs> All right. So nope. tell us, Heath, quick, before it's too late, before they turn off, what will we be breaking down today? Satire. We watched <laughs> The Other Side of Heaven. It's about the part of Mormon heaven on the other side that's mm -hmm. reserved for affirmative action. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. It's uh, separate and it's eventually <laughs> equal starting in 1978. Yeah. But, yep. You know, still not really equal. No. But kind of no. then eventually. <laughs> and Eli, how bad was this movie? Well, if you loved the help but you hated the subtlety of its message and the nuances of its portrayal, <laughs> you will love this movie. It's um, Elder Tom's Cabin. <laughs> how sad is it? I, I was starting to write this question, and then I changed the question to simply, how sad is it that I could have asked this question? We've watched enough Mormon missionary adventure films for me to ask you where this one ranks. Super no. sad. Super Duper set. I met someone who didn't know I reviewed Christian films for the first time the other day, and they were like, ha oh, what kind of movies? And I listed like 20 and watched as their face sagged with horror and disappointment <laughs> as words kept coming out of my face <laughs> over and oh, Have you ever crushed someone under the weight of your conversation? That's how sad. All right, is there anything you guys feel like nominating this one for being the best at being the worst at? Best worst trumpet playing. Right? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> thought that might bother you. It's ridiculous. The main character is supposed to be a trumpet player, and they show him play several times at length, and each time it gets crazier. It's worse every time. It's, it's, worse. Just... it's somehow worse every time, and the bar <laughs> is set high from the first, first one. First of all, it, there's three buttons on a trumpet. There's three <laughs> valves. You either press it down or you don't. That's it. And if you press a valve, 
your note usually changes. <laughs> they are not aware of this. He's nope. pushing them down at like three different heights and like messing around. <laughs> he starts moving the trumpet like a steering wheel. He's <laughs> stuck inside the trumpet like a mime at one point. It's fucking nonsense. I was furious. I, it's I, literally a water happened. bottle at one point. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is. It actually is. And it would not work that no, we'll yeah, right, right. Yeah, no, here's this thing I spit in. We'll filter our water through it. <laughs> All right, so I was going to go with best, worst, spotless cutting room floor. There are so many goddamn <laughs> scenes, like the whole opening of this movie, like, and, and throughout, you're just like, oh, well, you could have, could have been 90 minutes then, really. Could have cut that act. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah, right. What was that for? Oh, movie? Because you wanted it to be a movie. Sure. Because sure. apparently all Mormon missionary movies have to be two goddamn hours long. It's the whole law. Okay. I, <sighs> this goes to my best worst. Best worst mission. Yes. I, I know this is sort of a core <laughs> conceit, but like, I can't get over the fact that this movie is just about the worst fucking luck one guy had. People go to Boise, Idaho. People go to New York City. I've seen the ones that go to New York City. That's a mission to New <laughs> yeah, York City? Yeah. Really? And this movie is basically about a guy who got shot out of a cannon in the direction of Tonga for <laughs> no reason. None. To make an island of Christians, already a slightly yes. different brand of Christianity <laughs> that his own church didn't believe had souls yet. Yes, <laughs> it's it's fucking insane. <laughs> All right, well our our people clearly have a burden, as he said. So we're going to keep the break brief here, and when we come back, we'll dive into all the civilizing of the savages that is the other side of heaven. That's right, racists. Stay tuned. Maybe we're on your side. You don't know for sure yet. <laughs> Eats your guy. Hey, Eli, what are you doing? Oh, hey, Noah, just buying domain names. Oh, why's that? Well, you know, our 200th episode is coming up, and I want to be ready for... Ready for... Whatever gift you get me in Heath. I mean, I bought, I can't believe um, Noah bought us Jaguars.com, the, the cat, not the car, obviously. <laughs> uh, and I don't even need to Nintendo Switches.com, and I'm designing it all on Wix. On Wix? Yeah, it's the easiest way to bring your amazing ideas to life with hundreds of stunning templates, built-in SEO tools, and easy-to-use design features making I'm not sure how you cloned Madge and got me a second Madge, but you did it and I'm grateful.com was a breeze. Eli, that... That must be super expensive. <laughs> Not at all. Actually, with Wix, you can start and publish for free. And if you want to get started now, you just go to Wix.com. That's W-Y-X.com slash podcast to get 10% off. Wix.com slash podcast sounds great, but I, I mean, but don't get your hopes up on the gift stuff, okay? <laughs> I mean, I'm okay with whatever. He's the one with his hopes up. He bought... Com. Is that even legal? It's in international waters. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's harder to prosecute. Mm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, is everybody ready for their mission assignments? Yay! All right, Elder Hampson. Yes? You'll be headed to Iceland. Don't forget to pack a coat. <laughs> I won't. There. I right. won't. All right. <laughs> Elder Smitherson. Yes? 
you're headed to Japan. I hope you like sushi. <laughs> I do, <laughs> I I do love sushi. sushi there. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And um, Elder Enright. Yes. For your mission, you'll be headed to the Christian hell. Bring some ice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to bring ice. What? <laughs> Sorry. No. Did you just say I'm going to the Christian hell? Yes. For my mission? Mm-hmm. Bring shorts. Right? <laughs> Bring yeah. shorts. Right. Okay. Sorry. Just real quick. Um, I just want to make sure I'm not confused. You mean like the lake of fire where sinners go to burn forever for not accepting our Lord and Savior? That's that, where I'm going. The the one and only. Yes. Now, Elder Goldstone. Okay. No. No. Just for your, sorry. Sorry. I just. I'm, I'm sorry. I have a so lot of names to get to. No. Here. No. Totally. No. I I get it. I get it. Lots of names. Uh, it just seems like people. In hell, where you're saying I'm going, they might not be super open to uh, becoming Mormon because, you know, they're already in hell. Mm. Mm -hmm. I believe in you, Elder. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're going to Japan. So uh, do you want to swap? I'll go to Japan and you go to hell. If that's, I mean, you think it'll work? I don't don't think we could do that. I don't think we could. You, You can't. Nope. Gee. Shucks, this um, this just occurred to me though. Um, am I going to be safe in hell, like with the lake of fire? Am I going to be safe from demons and stuff? It seems like a lot, danger wise. Sure. Yeah, I-, I need you to be so much more certain than you are right now. Hey, hey, elder, bring a. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say bring a fan. I was gonna say that you were gonna so say fan. Yeah, I was. I fucking hate this religion. This is the worst. Yeah. I quit the religion. And we're back for the breakdown, and we're going to start off with a bunch of long, pointless biographical shit, because if he didn't tell us he was born, how would we know he came from a womb? (laughs) Yeah, this is all vital to the story because, spoiler alert, there is no story to this <laughs> Right, yes. This is the vacation slides of movie. <laughs> he says, I was born in Idaho Falls during the Great Depression. And I'm like, everybody born in Idaho Falls is born during a Great Depression, okay? <laughs> yeah. And that's not really a big transition, is it? Feels like shit was pretty much the same there when yeah. the Depression hit. They were just like, oh, cool. Yeah, he he brags about how his dad once got to meet Harry Truman. I don't know if that's brag worthy, but okay. Uh, drop the bomb on Hiroshima. Oh, yeah, maybe you heard, maybe of him. heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> Extra super duper one World War II for us. Yeah, he actually mentions they did a moment of silence for Hiroshima. Yeah. So, you know, that's all squared up. We did a silence. Watching him try to explain empathy without using the word so that Mormons wouldn't turn off this VHS cassette is so. He's like, we all sat there, and I thought to myself, hmm, being turned to dust sounds. How do I say this? Less fun. Yeah. <laughs> and then three days later. Um, that silence we did the other day, we're going to count that for Nagasaki too, <laughs> yes. right? That's, we just, we'll just bundle that all up. We really did take two minutes. Teacher's just like, I'm not doing a silence every time we genocide innocent civilians. I feel like we're going to be doing this a lot this with summer. It, it's yeah. just, with exact normal. 
Okay. What are we doing in school in August? Oh my! So yeah, so we get this long thing about about how I just liars. In August. Yeah, so I just realized just that too as I said that. I was like, wait a minute, you Hold fucking liars! That was August sixth and August 9th. <laughs> liars! It was not in school. Idaho didn't start school in the fucking beginning of August. Oh, no. the, the lying has already begun in this movie. Wow. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, so yeah, and that's before we get the based on a true story thing, right? <laughs> well, they starting now. That's what yeah, we that's, that's right, why we got right. it now. <laughs> all right, so we opened on one of them happening balls at BYU where all the kids were a swinging. Oh damn! This is no one Lucinda's song, everybody. Uh, all right, so <laughs> but our opening, yeah, our opening yeah. thought here is supposed to be: boy, do those Mormons know how to party, right? Which. We should point out, literally, the scene we see would not be allowed at Brigham Young University today. Right. Let alone in no. 1953. You could not splay your legs and jump onto someone at a dance at BYU today, right now. Yeah. Also, let's keep in mind that two-thirds of everything we're looking at here was paid for by swindling old people out of their farm. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. that the other day. All right, so now we're focused on two characters at this dance party. One of them is the trumpet player who's on stage. <laughs> He's so mad. The other <laughs> is Anne fucking Hathaway. Anne. What the fuck is she doing here? This is the origins of Anne. This is like, she was in this movie before she was in her home movies. This is how early <laughs> in Anne Hathaway's career this is. Yeah. So okay. So the 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 uh, Anne Hathaway is dancing with some dude. The trumpet player is super jealous. So eventually he just leaps off the stage, cuts into the dance, and starts dancing with Anne Hathaway instead. And I didn't realize a tremendous amount of old timey dancing was almost hurt you. Is that? Oh yeah. That swing dancing is a lot of like a kick close to your face, yeah. and I throw you near this pit of spikes. There was lava <laughs> at one point. There was a lot of that. I also didn't know that Sonic the Hedgehog dance moves were a thing back then. Oh yeah. You were just spinning around doing huge amounts of spinny flips and <laughs> steam was rising up. Oh yeah, nuts. absolutely, man. And and they have a whole choreographed cuckold dance, right? Where the other guy who was dancing with her tries to keep getting back in and it's a whole bit. That they're doing. Is that real? Because, like, if you get possession of a female during a dance battle, you win her. Is that? I mean, that is true. At this BYU. is that's well, today. this is Mormonism in the fifties. You bet your ass it's true. You BYU grab her by the hair. That's, yeah, legally binding. And, I yeah. would imagine. All right. At least it's in the honor code or something. Yeah. So yeah. So he grabs Anne Hathaway by the hair and he drags her back to his cave to remind her who's boss. Right. And yeah. she's just like, "Well, I do have a vagina, so you're in charge." Yeah, she's like, so what am I supposed to do? Just wait for you because I'm your property? And the movie pauses and he's like, yeah, yes. Why? Yeah. It seems like a weird question, but yes. To which she responds, you incorrigible scallywag. <laughs> yeah, I, I did sign a contract that says that when I got into this college. No, it's true. <laughs> All right. So he's like, come on, I want to show you a creepy spot in the woods. So he takes her to this swing. Because that's romantic, right? Swinging, it's romantic and wholesome. Thank you. This is a weird romance trope. Like, why is this fine? But I set up Don't Wake Daddy for a few girls on a few dates, and I'm a weird guy. I get a reputation. <laughs> I feel like those are unreal. Like, a swing can be romantic, and your thing is also crazy, yeah, right? You no, know, I, I feel like the swing. You I think like it needs Don't to Wake be Daddy? More, well, I do. I don't, I've never He's tried gonna it on fuck a date. You. 
But so so here's the thing though. If Heath swung his girlfriend on a date though, he'd be doing the underdog thing, like where you run underneath it and shit, and he'd be like, "No, we're gonna go all the way around." All right, now jump. Right? Oh, no, I jump so Go. much fucking farther than you. I fit, yes. I fucking win. Look at see where the, my line is. You see where my footprints are. How else would we know who wins? <laughs> there is a I moment mean, where they start swinging like together, bit, and right? I was like, Heat would way overswing and be like, "Come on, you're not even close to Let's catching up." Pull this thing out of the ground, <laughs> goddammit! By the way, I mean, yes, that's all true. But I feel like for kids anyway, this is a dangerous swing that goes out over a river. That seems like a bad engineering no, you for a jump playground off swing. Of that and then you go and then you're in the water when you end. I it's guess. safer. The whole scene, I was just like, bridge to Terabithia, bridge to Terabithia, come on. <laughs> swing death. No. All, right. <laughs> All right. So they kiss Mormon moms everywhere faint. But he's about to go on his mission trip, right? So he gives her the whole, wherever I am, we'll be under the same moon. And, I'll be, and I'm like, well, no, you're in Tonga, really. So not at the same time or anything. Yeah. But <laughs> All the scenes that we see of you guys looking at the moon are, are literally different. Yeah, very different times. Okay. It's daytime where she is. You think that's a star. <laughs> With light that will go out. Go um, out. <laughs> and, okay, so we cut to three months ahead of that when uh, where he's getting his mission assignment. And this is where he learns that he's going to Tonga. Yeah, near Fiji, which is pretty sweet. I mean, it's going to be awkward when he breaks that to his friends, don't you think? So, John, where are they sending you? Yeah, John, tell us. Uh, Tonga. Tonga. Wow. Sounds like the heart of the African jungle or something like that. No, uh, it's, it's near, uh, Fiji. Oh, hmm. the, the island. Islands, but, but yeah, yeah, no, that's it. Over there. Right. Like one of the most beautiful places ever, right? That's great. Yeah. People say it's, uh, nice. Yeah. Like really nice. Uh, where where are you going, Nick? Uh, Santiago. Oh, that's that seems fun. You love Mexican food. Nope, that's not where. It, well, not not really. I don't really like Mexican food. You actually know that we've talked about this. Spicy. Yeah. Well, uh, nonetheless, I don't even don't even know what kind of food they have in Tonga. So, boy, am I jealous of you guys. Fuck your face. Right. Uh, Will. I'm going to Cleveland, man. Oh, I hear they say that in Cleveland. I hear they fuck your face. That's what oh, I hear. Yep. Yeah, no, fuck my face. I, That's fair. I heard I heard fuck his face. Yep. That's fair. That is fair. Tonga. <laughs> fuck you. Rats eat your feet in Cleveland, too. Well, and I love, too, like, the, the his whole family standing around going, like, oh, you'll love it in Tonga. They don't have education yet, so nobody will know you're full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> All I wanted at this point is for him to show up in Tonga. He gets shot by 50 arrows right in the chest <laughs> and credits. <laughs> Best movie ever. All right. So the whole family gathers at the train station to see him off. I want to point out Anne Hathaway is not there. Does not show up because they paid for two Anne Hathaway scenes. <laughs> damn it. Yeah. The, the local newspaper is there, though. Yep. 
Yep. What the fuck does a local newspaper cover in Idaho Falls, Idaho during the Depression? Kids <laughs> leaving for their mission trips. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> no, we're, we're way post-Depression now. We're in the 50s now. Dirt. <laughs> Continued on. Pay- no, we were done. It was just yeah, There's no continue. All right. So he's about to leave for Tonga. They want his dad to give him a, to give a speech, right? So his dad stands up before the gathered crowd at the train station and said, God gave the world his son. I'm going to do that now. I'm like, God, wait, this is not. I didn't didn't think I didn't Uh, know there was going to be a speech. uh, Let me try again. I don't care for the savages in Tonga. Kind of wish they weren't getting my son. Oh, you're. You're going to keep going with that? Do you want to try one more time? <laughs> no, nope, that's final answer. You just kind of wish that? they weren't. Yep. Okay. So you remember Abraham and Isaac? It, <laughs> feels, like, it feels like that, but it's not a bluff. Like, yeah. just gut feeling? I think, you know, stab him, right? Like, or send him to get stabbed. I just feel like that's what God's telling me. Well, and speaking of getting stabbed, as he leaves, his mom basically hands him a knife and says, you know, stab yourself in the heart with this if you think you're going to come home early because you will not be fucking welcome here. She says, (laughs) don't come home, son. And he's like, what? She's like, early? Sorry. Weird pause. (laughs) I've been wanting to say that for a long time. (laughs) uh, Let me try again. Don't come home alive in the spirit of the Lord. I don't know. These pauses are weirding me out, Mom. Fucking 19 of us, man. Just figure it out. You've got a spare. That'd be great. All right. So then we get him traveling and and we get a voiceover of his first letter to Gene. That's Anne Hathaway. And the letter starts off with like, Gee, I couldn't help but notice that you weren't at the train station when I left. Probably because you would have been such an emotional wreck to see me to see me go, huh? Just great, but it's like how you never return my emails or text messages because you're so you don't have the words. <laughs> We're going to different colleges, but we'll stay together. That always works. Yeah, that always yeah. works. That's going to be great to the extreme. Okay, so he's telling her the story of how he he's he's heading to Tonga. Now, originally it was with seven Mormon missionaries, but those lucky bastards got to go on to Australia or some other non-shitty place. He wound up in Samoa where the Mormons that were supposed to meet him forgot him for several days. Right. And my version of an Australian accent threw his bag off the boat and made him literally walk the plank. Yeah, right. Well, okay. so eventually he gets from Samoa to Fiji and the Fijian authorities are like, no, man, we don't have him on the list. We're going to arrest his ass if you put him here. And the guy's like, yeah, okay." (laughs) I don't don't really see how that's my problem. I'm going to literally push him off this boat. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So, yeah, so he gets tossed into a jail cell in Fiji with livestock. And I wrote in my notes, if he becomes that rooster's bitch, this will be my favorite movie. (laughs) I told you, just got to ask them if it's because you fucked their dad and they give right in. I'm just telling you, it's my new go to for airport security. All right. So he plays trumpet for the livestock. We get no, to- he doesn't. <laughs> no. He uh, he touches the buttons. Uh, he does. Push- if someone came and beat the crap out of him, it would have been such a great movie. I, it would have won me up. <laughs> A chicken calls him over. Hey, just, you know, work on your embouchure, man. Like, <laughs> you got to do some fucking long tones, just basic scales. You're really not there yet with, like, the improv solos. None of that. Nope. You're not doing buttons yet, okay? No buttons. 
But uh, eventually the Mormons do show up to get him, which is amazing that they kept all of this in the movie, right? Because he's like, yeah, the church sent me out to Tonga, kind of, generally. I had to yeah. work. Why, why put this in your why? Why point out how <laughs> criminally negligent you people are? Yeah, well, so that's the thing, is when people recommended this movie, I was like, uh, you know, I sent out a little thing where I'm like, ah, is it good for Mormon Movie Month? And everyone I know was like, no, no, no. When you go on a mission, this is your red badge of courage. Like, mom and dad sit you down <laughs> and show you this movie, which is horrible. This would yes. be like, all right, kiddo, we're about to go on the plane. Let's watch Alive. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> <laughs> movie takes on a whole new context when you realize it's purpose. Yes, right. No shit. So eventually, though, the missionaries in Fiji get him a job on a rig to Tonga. That's how he gets there. Right? Yep. So, okay. 48 days after arriving in Samoa, he finally gets to Tonga, where the movie should have started. Yep. Uh, but there was nobody there to meet him in Tonga, either. Eventually, a Mormon showed up, I no, guess. He, he's like, nobody was there to meet me, but I was a white guy, so someone eventually found me. <laughs> this this movie takes a while to get going. Give it a second. Give it, give it, it way two, more than a second. Two give hours. The entire run. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so yes, but the Mormon president guy shows up. He's like, I'm going to send you to a place where nobody speaks any English and you don't speak their language at all. Good luck. Right, and the character's like, oh, is there going to be anything to help me or a way that I can He's like, bye. Uh, no, I got you a magical Polynesian. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes, exactly. And this is where we meet Fecky. And Fecky, I loved right away because he like when we first meet him, they, he's at the top of this uh, tower that they're constructing and he just jumps off and he parkours his way down a tree. And I'm like, Fecky's too good for this movie. Yep. Yeah. And then, then he gets a big old sniff of him. He smells... The dude enthusiastically, the main character, John. And all I could think about was like, when the book that this movie's based on came out, do you think Fecky, who lived in the United States at that point, called John and was like, hey man, why'd you add a weird lie about me smelling you when we met? And he was like, ah, oh, you know, because you're Polynesian. Is that weird? Did I make it weird? <laughs> you would have, right? I always got the feeling that you were like into scents. <laughs> I cut out the part where you jumped on that tree and just fell on your face and we're just like, ow, for a while. That was a while. You knocked you, the wind out of yourself. You wept a lot. You did that, ooh, ooh, you did the vomit noise, the thing, and you vomited a lot. It was, we cut that whole thing. And this is also where Fecky gives him his um, his nickname that'll stick through this entire movie. Fecky calls him Coley Pokey. Mm -hmm. That, by the way, means the other side of heaven. The movie will never tell you that. Oh, that really? answered two of my questions about this movie. One, why is it called The Other Side of Heaven? And two, why do they call him Coley Pokey? Yep. Interesting. Uh, as, as far as I under, as far as I can tell, anyway. And, and again, that's probably, that's coming from the same asshole who wrote the book. And we're going to see how trustworthy he was. He doesn't even know what days <laughs> he went to school in Idaho Falls. So <laughs> so they nicknamed him The Nice White Part. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I think, I feel like it was like The Other Side from the Catholic side, you know, or <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> All right, but anyway, so from there he had to spend eight days on a boat getting to the particular Tongan island he was going to. I've been practicing the pronunciation. I believe it is Niwata Putapu. All right. All right, sure. 
He says, the hardest part of my trip was a very rough boat ride to Niwatapudapu. And I'm like, then why the fuck am I watching a movie about this trip? The hardest part was seasickness. I wrote, there's an hour and 40 minutes left in this movie. I really hope that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, but eventually he gets to this idyllic island paradise and sets about fucking it all up. Yeah. And, and there's a welcoming party. Mm -hmm. Like ready on the show. How did they time the welcoming party? Like a a message in a bottle? <laughs> <laughs> like, hey guys, be there around mm, two p.m. tomorrow. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Call at one thirty to be safe. I want you to be on the beach. Yeah, and then so he shows up on this island to the to the welcoming party, and apparently has already forgotten that they don't speak English. Yeah, he just he goes right up to. The guy he thinks is the leader of the island. He's like, hello, I'm here to make you better. And the guy's just like, fuck your face in Tonkin. <laughs> he has to run away. It's the best. Yeah. So they all laugh at him for being a useless Caucasian. Uh, he doesn't seem particularly impressed with them either, to be honest. Yeah, it's They both simultaneously realize what a mistake this is. The scene, right? They're yep. like, oh, you just brought you... And he's like, oh, I'm here to rescue you we probably, from yourself. I, a crate of, <laughs> of water filtration technology would have been like way better than me, huh? Come on. <laughs> and I'm, lighter. I'm, I'm the best we breed. It's right in the pond. Just come on. Man. <laughs> Rudyard Kipling. All right. So then we cut to him being terrified by their local customs. Right. And the movie wants this to be a comedy beat, but like. It's it's not like you could shoot a fucking bar mitzvah like this and there would be nobody putting their mouth on a dick at any point in a Tongan <laughs> ceremony. So, you know, Wait, if they're not supposed to do that at the bar mitzvah, Eli, Did you've been lied to. Speak That's the brisk, man. Check you got, your <laughs> privilege. You got blown at your bar mitzvah. That was the theme. Ah. <laughs> That'll do it. Well, so, OK, so here's how you make this a, a comedy beat is you make this the first time the tribe's ever done anything like this, right? You just, they're fucking with the white guy. They're like, no, no, we all we all piss on you as a, shut up, shut up, as a sign of respect <laughs> in our tradition, cultural traditions. Well, they kind of do that. <laughs> they're like, here you go. Drink this. It is not pee. <laughs> and everybody's fucking laughing. Yeah, exactly. And he's just like, okay, well, now I, I feel like it is pee. You said <laughs> specifically it's not. Okay. Well, then he goes like, I can't feel my tongue. And I'm like, oh, my God, they gave him a tongue and rape drug. This is amazing. <laughs> I love this. But then the the chief guy stands up and he's like, uh, uh, you know, the, this Mormon has come a long way to tell us something. I suppose he should tell us something, huh? And he's like, oh, words. Shit. Whoa. I need to pee. <laughs> you guys, because I drank pee. You guys like shadow puppets? <laughs> <laughs> Little bunny foo foo walking through. Don't interrupt. Don't forest. <laughs> I just love, he spent like three months just getting to this island and they're like, all right, finally you have the entire tribe. You can say what you want. And he gets up and he's like, I don't know, man. Like, what have you been doing this whole fucking time? I like parts of the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he actually tells him that he has to pee because it's like Eli the missionary. <laughs> 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 
They all gather around and open their mouths. He starts peeing. And it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? It's a joke, man. Jesus Christ. I don't know how you people work. So you're so sorry. Confused. He's smiling. The one guy. Okay. I don't. <laughs> this guy don't fucking to gets do it. Now. He knows how to party. All right. So the next day, well, and then we get him taking a bath and all the children come running to see the white man penis, I guess. They just. The prank is they all just run and look at him in the bath and they're like, blah, 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 blah. and it, it immediately start, like it fades out and it starts a letter. And I wanted it so badly to just be like, dear Gene, I got raped a lot, like a lot. Yeah, but no, he's writing this letter to Gene. And he's like, yeah, they're all a bunch of inbreds and they don't want to be Mormon. And while he's writing that or while we're hearing that voiceover, we're getting a montage of him striking out with the Tongans. Yeah. And he, we, he's like talking about how these like the there are insects everywhere who carry elephantitis. Yeah. And then and then he's like, but enough about me. How are finals? Those can be tough. <laughs> Got to. Thoroughly fill in those bubbles on the Scantron. <laughs> so, <laughs> Please don't marry anyone but me. Yep. Love. <laughs> Coley Pokey. Oh, I'm okay. And, and, and also throughout all of this, we're supposed to be having a comedic moment with the Skeeters, right? The mosquitoes are bothering them real bad. But what it actually works out to is just a guy walking around slapping himself in the face. In a, and I'm making it sound funny. It's not. It isn't. Nope. It doesn't work. Start hitting yourself the comedy beat. Yeah. <laughs> At some point they were like, hey, we really need to punch up this script. And somebody was like, mosquitoes nailed it. Yep. And they were like, yep, you're <laughs> That's done. That's good nine minutes right there. All right. So next scene, Fe uh, Fecky comes to tell him uh, that he has to give a speech to the entire village, but he still doesn't speak the language. He's going to try anyway again. Yep. I, I don't know. So he tries out his Tongan and they have this, again, like desperate comedy beat where he's accidentally using the word outhouse. <laughs> Outhouses. They actually say, oh, you didn't learn any Tongan for this. That's weird. OK, I guess we'll pray for you to learn Tongan. <laughs> and then the next day he has to give the speech. And I really wanted to see like an hour long speech of him just being like, well, they prayed Noises, tongue and she just starts talking in tongues like a Baptist. Am I doing it? It's like me and Eli in Tokyo. Yeah, <laughs> we shouldn't have yelled bugga bugga at that. So, we, that was a mistake. That was a mistake. That noise was on us. I told you that wasn't Japanese. Didn't understand our apology either. So I feel like it was sort of lost on him. So, well, you, you made the same noise for the apology, I feel like. All right. So, but, but yeah, so he's, he's giving his speech in <laughs> broken tongue and they're all laughing at him because he says that he wants them to serve in God's outhouse. Uh, and then they call him Elder Outhouse in English because those are the two English words they know, I guess. <laughs> um, so he goes off to sulk, right? He goes to his sulking island where he's going to learn... Tongan by reading an English Bible and a Tongan Bible side by side in the sun with no shade for days. Can, can you not learn languages in the shade with water? <laughs> also, I don't think that's how learning languages nope. works. 
and no. not if you want to do it effectively. No, uh, uh-uh. yeah. like we he better hope that Tongan has the exact same sentence structure, <laughs> right? As English, yeah, and, and he better hope that like tomorrow, all he has to do is talk about inventing a universe in Tongan. Yeah, he's yeah Genesis right. Yeah, exactly. Back and forth here. <laughs> And he better hope everything else he has to say is also in the Bible. Just like, hell, smash your baby against some rocks is the other thing I learned to say. <laughs> Does anybody need me to call something good? <laughs> no? Okay. All right. So, and then, the, but the key though here is that we're, we're, we have to learn that the Tongans are super impressed with the white man's dedication to learning their language, which any sane person would have done before going to their country. Yeah, I mean, like, this is supposed to be a, like, like, you can tell that the guy who wrote this book and that this movie is based on was like, I just sat there working, didn't eat, didn't sleep, just focusing. But, like, the actors in the movie are just like, hey, I think, um, Coley Pokey's having a psychotic break. You wanna, <laughs> you wanna check on him? Or Maybe put an umbrella up there. I mean, I, I figure by the end of the montage, you'd be sunburned to the point of an honorary Chernobyl extra. <laughs> Punch him a little, <laughs> something. <laughs> Should we tell him that's the shit pile island? Because he's on the, he's right on the shit pile, and he's just staying there. He seems that's seems what, into that's it. That's why we're they're sniffing him all the time. Yeah, he's very focused. All right. Also, did he not seem distracted by the voiceover that was happening? <laughs> like the actor, he's like like they were playing Anne Hathaway for him because it seemed like he was like. Just shut up, Anne Hathaway. I'm trying to learn how to kill gay people in Tongan. Like, stop it. <laughs> All right. So then eventually, though, he falls asleep. We get Fecky waking him up in the sand. And now he speaks perfect Tongan. So they go out to missionary some more. What? Including the word hey. Which we all know is in the Bible, the expression "hey." Yeah. Oh, he's doing he's doing rhyming slang in yeah. Tongan. Yeah. And, Moses, and Moses said... Hey, Aaron, come on, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> Dear Gene, feels like I should have learned the language before I left, but uh, I did a montage. Oh, yeah, so no worries, no worries. And it's going so much better now that I'm not just basically saying potato, potato, potato at them. It's, it's amazing <laughs> how much difference that makes. So, yeah, yeah. And then we get some chasing chickens and pigs humor while he gets his new house. Oh, he says that they had to chase out the previous occupants and it's pigs. Mm-hmm. And I was so team pig. Oh, hell I, yeah. Hashtag team pig five ever. By the way, this entire scene is straight from a stage of Angry Birds. It's almost in. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a stick house. with weird Yeah, no, it is. Poles holding and up they're and trying to get the pigs out. Yeah. Bird, birds and pigs. That's it. <laughs> All right. So then late some night, I guess, he awakens to the sounds of mournful wailing. Yeah. He turns to Becky and he's like, did a did a Death Star blow up a planet? I'm feeling like a Death Star blew up a planet. (laughs) But Becky's like, no, no, no. That's the um, that's the cry of death. We have cries for all different stuff. (laughs) You can tell from a distance why people are crying. So yeah, Coley Pokey walks through to the to the funeral that they're doing, and he's like, "Well, you guys are fucking this all up. This isn't how you get him to collab." We, 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 <laughs> come on. So he kneels before the body, and he's just about to do his proper white person prayer, but some savage pushes him away and does savage stuff instead. He gets <laughs> side tackled 
by this <laughs> large, full-bodied woman, and it oh, is it's the, the best. best moment in the movie. This actor hurt him very badly. <laughs> like you could see, he has a different beard. Like everyone's wearing different clothes in the next scene because he recovered in the hospital for a year and a half. Yeah. <laughs> it's so violent. She's so much more powerful than him. It's the best. Yeah, so she throws him off of the body, wails over the body for a second, falls over and asks if the pudding is ready because humor. I like their I like their funeral tradition. It's just it's like a <laughs> weird uh, specific crying and then a side tackle and then pudding. Like that's, yeah, uh, no, that's it's fun. Seems fun I mean, more fun than most funerals. So, yeah, but then the next day they have to have a scene where, like, Fecky explains what the fuck was going on in that last scene. <laughs> and he explains that, 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 that the, the lady that side tackled him was a professional mourner that Tongans hire to come in and, and, and cry for their relatives. I want that job so goddamn bad. I want to see that interview, right? Where she's just like, ah, and it's like, OK, um, well, we have your resume. Yeah, that didn't um, sound like the cry of death. I, that sounded like the cry of a, of a fender bender. It was a thatched. stub your toe. We all know that was a stub your toe. Maybe <laughs> branch out a little bit. Make a choice and, and stick with it. <laughs> yeah, and also there's a great conversation here where like, um, you know, where Coley Pokey turns to Fecky and he's like, hey man, why do you believe anything I say? Yeah, and his response is, <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't travel all this way for a lie, right? Yeah. <laughs> And he's and in his defense, he's just like, I sure wouldn't. <laughs> A mistake, Mom. maybe, though. Do you have some personal experience with human kindness that you associate with my religion? I sure do. We could talk about. I sure oh, good, do. Good. Let's talk. Let's talk about. The <laughs> Can you see me? Am I disappearing? Doodly do. Yeah, so then Fecky has, he's like, well, you know, when I was a kid, my dad was an abusive drunk, and then some missionaries came along, and around that same time, he quit drinking, therefore one caused the other, and Mormonism cured my dad's alcoholism. Yeah, so whenever I thought about my dad, I'm just like, hada for Israel, and he's like, sorry, what? Hada! I'm so, is it hurrah? Hada! <laughs> hada? And also, okay, you're saying your dad doesn't drink anymore, and that's why you're pro-Israel right now? Because, I mean, yeah, it's like five years since they took over Palestine, but I'm confident this was a great idea. There'll be no problems. This is going to go great. No, you're it's right. Gonna go this great. Is great. This is great. All right. So <laughs> now we cut to six months later. And by the way, at this point, even the subtitles are getting bored because it doesn't say six months on the island. It just says six months on the island. And Dave's like, if you want a fucking article, you can put it in a goddamn article. It's six That's months so weird. I think it's supposed to be like native speak, like, oh, six months on island. And it's like, <laughs> no, this, this whole movie reeks with like the noble savage moments. Yeah. And, and the subtitles, which do this multiple times, are among the worst. But not all the way noble. That's why we're here. Yeah, well, exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Well, that and because our magic can save their children. So <laughs> this is That's the what's about to happen. Yeah, this dude comes running at him with a limp child. Eli is booking his flight to Tonga. <laughs> he's like, hey, man, this kid fell and bonked his head. Can you bring him back to, your, to life with your white people magic? Come on. You promised to take up this burden. This is exactly <laughs> what you were talking about. Ah. Uh... But he's like, ah, 
No, I cannot because he's literally, he's dead. Right, and he's, he's like, well, but can't you put some bellows in his mouth and you push down on him and maybe he's mostly dead? I just There's a thing mm. that you white people do. I've seen it. Is that Side tackled by the giant lady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he's like, well, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll give a try to bringing your child back to life. All right, here we go. Mormon, Mormon. Mormon. <laughs> uh, tell me, does a very slow back massage have any medical benefit? Oh, it does. All right. Well, yeah, good. Then absolutely. I am. Uh, yeah, what I'm going to do. OK, so I, I had to look this up because it was so goddamn weird. And I remembered it from the Flintstones. Um, but he's like pushing on the kid's back going out goes the what? bad air. In comes the good. Uh, apparently, that's how they used to tell you to do artificial respiration. Um, and yep. they would tell you to use that phrase, out goes the bad air, in comes the good, as a way of timing the breath. And there's a silent what? clip of it on YouTube, which is amazing, because it's two guys, both of whom are dressed in wrestling onesies. <laughs> yes. I saw it too, Eli. <laughs> Rubbing each other. It, it's... <laughs> and looking that up. Yeah, right. right now. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, so he does artificial respiration for what the fucking movie would have us believe is 31 hours or something. <laughs> I don't think it works like that. At a certain point, you're just pushing a child corpse around. Believe me, at a certain point, you are just pushing a child corpse around. <laughs> so, But, yeah, we get this so long that the grieving dad actually has time to sing a whole song and then look at the camera and go, like, that's the only one I practiced. Do you want another? Are we With double snot rivulets yes uh -huh, the whole time mm -hmm. like your friend's toddler who you don't want to touch the <laughs> sing along yeah <laughs> but the kid wakes up yep so the song or the 48 hours of cpr did it one or the other yep and and the kid speaks english now yeah, yeah that's a hell of a fluent english <laughs> just immediately like i guarantee you first draft of this script he turned white also. <laughs> and yeah, delights so, him. So the, the, the movie pulls a switch here, right? From this point on, you know, the, the people are supposed to be speaking in Tongan, but we're hearing it in English and everything. But the movie doesn't really let you in on that twist until nope. this kid wakes up. So, OK, so he writes to Gene again and he's like, hey, now that I'm known as a healer, I'm way more popular. And, and again, I'm like, why the fuck do you admit that in your movie? Right. So the entire history of missionaries in the Pacific Islands or in Africa, virtually anywhere that Christian missionaries went outside of the European world is, yes, we were right about the CPR and penicillin, so we must be right about the God too, right? And <laughs> yep. again, like, we know that, but why admit that in your movie? Yeah. Anyway. But he writes her a letter and he's like, dear Gene, I'm a necromancer. No big deal. <laughs> yeah. Power finals. So I might be the Messiah. I really might be. I don't, don't marry I anyone but dead me. Child. Don't, yeah. I know I say this in all my letters, but don't marry anyone but me. <laughs> it's super flirty how you never write me back. I, it's awesome. But uh, we should point out that a pedophile keeps riding by on a bike. About nine tenths <laughs> of the way through the movie, we'll learn why and then it won't matter. The general guy. Oh shit! That's right. Keeps oh, riding okay. by with young girls Ugh. on a bike. We're again. We're not going to address this until we're nine tenths into the movie, and then never ever address it again. But you know, we don't. We don't want you wondering where where the pedophile on a bike was in the movie when we set it up later. So yeah, 
I did lies. not notice this at all. So yeah, I I, I they, know the part that you get the 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 reveal you're talking about, but I did not notice him before that. I just thought it was like a father daughter, and they had to tie up that loose end. What the fuck? That's nope. not loose. Just leave it. Father not daughter. a father daughter. Fuck. All right. So now we get the part where he wakes up and something's wrong with his feet. Oh, this rats. He slept with his feet uncovered, and so the rats came and ate. The soles of his feet. Yeah. Well, at least the guy he was sleeping with warned him about the rats. Rachel <laughs> told him about that. He was like, hey, cover your feet at night because there are rats here and they'll eat your feet. Yeah. So, it's a good warning to have. I Googled this. This is real. <sighs> but what was not found is how rats eat the bottom of your fucking feet without you noticing. Yeah, feels like the kind of thing that wake you up if you weren't Heath. I mean, I could see how Heath's entire feet could be stumps and shit. He'd wake Absolutely. up and go, fucking rats. Oh, man. Man, <laughs> Upper East Side of Manhattan, just like Tonga. That's what happens. <laughs> totally get it. So now they have to sear the bottoms of his feet with a knife or the sun? Feels like those aren't equally... <laughs> going to do the thing that you want him to do just ever i don't think a hot knife and the sun are like there's no task that both of those accomplish equal <laughs> in the universe so here's the thing though what what they basically said to him and this is again just a, a hilarious moment of insight into the guy who wrote this basically the lady walks up and says look there are two ways we can deal with this one is that i heat a knife up red hot and i just burn your feet and then you can recover from the burns the other way is that you sit around for five days with your feet up in the air like an asshole getting sunburns on your feet to have the same effect, the same basic effect. And he chose the pansy ass sit around for five days version. Yeah, because he's like a toddler who wants you to pull off a Band-Aid slow. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. And you got to do that. And then the parent is like, no, you can't do the fast thing. And you're just like, I really want to do the fast thing. I'm going to trick your kid. <laughs> no, no, no. We're going to have you lie down. Yeah, don't look. It's I do not have a red hot knife right now. No, that's that sunburn. The sun. That's the that's, sun. It's a red hot sun. knife shaped sun. Gets knifey <laughs> this time of day. It's uh, Tonga. It's a Tongan thing. You said the moon was the same. The not moon the and the sun. And this is an eclipse. Don't worry about it. Just. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So we get a big long thing with them sunburning his feet and him recovering. Also, this is where we meet. Hot Polynesian girl one who doesn't want to play a stupid trumpet anyway. Um, okay, <laughs> yeah. so uh, this character's going to be problematic to say the least. He's yeah. like, so what's up with your daughter? And she's like, oh, she's not my daughter. Common question. Don't worry about it. She's the, actually the child of a whore. Um, and, you know, mm. that runs in the family. So <laughs> she sure could use some Mormonism. And whores don't like trumpets. I don't understand why she doesn't like trumpets. <laughs> Need you to answer the question. Also, okay, and this is where the healer lady, who is the not mother of the horse daughter that takes care of her, says, oh, by the way, the evil Catholic minister on the island told everybody that the rats came to eat your feet because your God doesn't exist. And I thought, wow, that's actually true. <laughs> that is true. That is why. That's, you know what? Yeah. That is true. So just a heads up, you know, little thing. If your feet don't heal like... Right away, we're going to burn you at the stake for being the devil. Yeah, okay, right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Cool. Yeah, but so that's the challenge for him. Prove Mormonism is correct by your feet healing. 
Right. And I just want to point out that, like, his last letter was, oh, Gene, how much I wish you could be here with me. I love you so, and I wish you could share these beautiful moments with me. And he starts another letter for this scene, and I wanted him to be like, dear Gene, rats ain't the bottom of my fucking feet. We are never coming back here, ever, ever. These people are the worst. It's a nightmare here. So... All right, and then we get probably my favorite moment in the movie. This is the the big moment where he has to prove that God has healed his feet. And oh, the magical feet unveiling that is a major plot point in this movie and point in favor of Mormonism. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Mm-hmm. Cool. Go ahead. So, so like set the context. They have this long moment, like you know, like the crippled kid is going to walk across the room at the end of the movie or something like that. <laughs> And again, keep in mind that what this really is is some dude who came back from Tonga telling his story going like, and and my feet hurt real bad, y'all, real bad. Right? That's what we're watching. <laughs> well, look, at some point, Rats did something to the bottom of his feet and he told someone, they were like, huh, sounds bad. And he was like, huh, sounds bad? Fuck you, Alan. I had to do a walking <laughs> ceremony to prove that Jesus is real. All, all of Jesus was relying on my feet healing, okay? This shit matters. It I hurt took a one lot. step. This enormous woman side-tackled me for the <laughs> second time that week. It was ridiculous. Yeah, so he goes to walk, and he falls at first, but his faith in God causes him to rise again, and then they all cheer for him, and Mormonism turns out to be the true religion because <laughs> of his feet. And by the way, there's another minister on this island, like a regular Christian minister, like Protestant or Catholic, a Catholic whatever. One, yeah. Yeah. And I wanted him to just be like, come on, fuck that. Are you guys serious? Like he just starts doing parkour. Like, look, my God, <laughs> my God just never had rats eat my feet in the first place. What are you all cheering for? All right. That's yeah. Nothing. Can your God make you do hopscotch? Cause I can do hopscotch. Well, let's murder another kid. There's no way he does two in a row. There's no <laughs> way he revives two kids in a row. We're killing a kid right now. All right, so now the, sometime later he goes to teach a, a Tongan family about Mormonism, but that evil Catholic priest told them that they can't learn about Mormonism anymore, um, but they're still allowed to eat with him. Right, and he, he has to say grace, which is his clever way of teaching them the Mormonism plan, but I wanted so badly for him to just be like, oh, do you mind if I say grace? Okay, great. Dear Father, please forgive these jerk faces who are going to burn in hell forever who might have gotten their own planet, or at least the soul in a few decades, but they won't. Amen. Please pass the glop. Also, thank you for making our beautiful Mormon feet indestructible magically. Unlike Catholic feet. Reminder. So, and we should also point out that this family, they also have themselves a hot Polynesian chick. Uh, The daughter of this family is very seriously digging on Elder Outhouse here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. So him and Fecky burp on their way out because apparently it's polite in Tongan society to burp and they they fucking play that for every bit of humor you can get from a belch. Can you believe it? <laughs> By the way, uh, one of the listeners uh, who recommended this told me that the family, when she would watch this as a kid, would fast forward through the burping scene. <laughs> and like when she was Are a teenager... Serious? 
when she was a teenager, her dad would let her watch the burping scenes. But they like they had to talk like like you're watching nine and a half weeks and someone has to pause it and have a talk with you first. And like, no, we read on dove.org that there was mild burping. We will be fast forwarding through that. Amazing. I'm sorry, I Fuck. need a second. <laughs> Just imagine that. Because look, we all had our dad fast forward through a sex scene. I've met Mormons. That doesn't really surprise me. (laughs) They fast forwarded through the burping scene for her. You guys are so stupid. Mormonism is so dumb. You guys are dumb. It's a weird religion. (laughs) We spend a lot of time with religions and you guys weird us out. So (laughs) That's why you get your own month. So after that racy burping scene, they're on their way home and they wander into a Douglas Fairbanks safari flick or something. Yeah. A bunch of evil savages just surround them like Indiana Jones opened the tomb. And he's yep. just like, Lamanites, shoot them all. <laughs> Stop resisting. No. But he gets saved by uh, the giant drunk guy. Yeah, Tomasi. Tomasi. He's a yeah. good guy, right? Yeah. Right. Who. Luckily has a mercenary doodly do. <laughs> yeah, he shows up right about the, the time this big gang of people is going to beat him up. And he says, no, you can't beat him up. I am the largest person here. And so they don't. So they walk him back and, he's, and they're like, hey, why'd you help us? And he says, well, because when I was an orphan, Mormon missionaries took care of me. Um, so I'm a Mormon. That's they literally like, their words exactly. That you took we took care of you, so now you're a Mormon. Yeah, right, right, exactly. Yeah. Didn't we teach you to stop drinking or just not as a child? <laughs> Did we tell you to apparently the policy on drinking? Did that not take? He's like, well, actually, faith based addiction programs are way less effective. So. <laughs> you're a ham. All right, but but he also reveals here that the evil Catholic minister told his congregants to beat up the Mormons. That's why they were about to get attacked. Yeah. So that's that's important. We'll come back to that. Okay. So now he's been one year on island. And (laughs) again, so weird. But this is the weirdest story for a lot of reasons. But this is both in the book and in the movie. And think about the bananas in pajamas level of racism and sexism required to include this in your book and movie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he's going on a picnic with that family before that he wasn't allowed to teach Mormonism to uh, anymore. And on the way, hot Polynesian chick number two, who never gets a name in the movie, wants to seduce him. Right. But yeah, she she uses a pretty sweet move. (laughs) <laughs> it was quite yep. direct this was pretty smooth she's just like oh, i hurt my ankle take a look and my vagina look at both <laughs> yeah. you're down there it's pretty smooth that's a good move yeah yeah, yeah so she, she she gets him off by himself and she just strips naked and she says like how about we fuck but and he says do you want to go to the beach and talk about jesus he can't turn <laughs> off his mormonism even in the light of boobs yeah Ugh. Everyone just stops being Mormon there and credits. Again, that would have been a great, great. There's so many spots they could have just ended this movie. And it would have oh, been so much She better. drops her clothes and he's just like, nice credits. Yeah. <laughs> John was never heard from again. 
But or again, he's just like I'm gay and I'm going to get disowned by my parents credits. Like there's a lot of <laughs> honest scenarios, yeah. too. Yeah. Well, yeah. And that's the real key to this. Again, this is his recollection of this story. Right. So like in the in middle of his book, he's like, and then you're like, oh, yet another gorgeous woman was throwing her clothes off, trying to have sex with me like they all did the whole time I was there in Tonga. And I wanted to having a great time. I, I knew okay. how that worked at the time. I did. I did. All I right. would have put my <laughs> Venus right in her book blinder. Swing <laughs> set. Sorry, I'm sorry. I don't know how Is this worked. My, my parents fast forward through all the burping scenes. I don't She'd know. She'd make her fingers into a circle and I'd poke in the circle <laughs> with my finger. And with then I'm allowed finger. to punch her in the shoulder twice, but you have to wipe it. Right? <laughs> and then all we right. fucked. So now, uh, <laughs> Coley, Pokey, and Fecky, they're going to take um, uh, Tomasi to church, the big guy from earlier. So we get a pretty woman montage where they give Tomasi a makeover. <laughs> yep. And luckily, they had a size 9X white button-down handy. <laughs> uh, look, we don't have any mosquito nets for you, but just in case you convert anyone between 300 and 500 pounds, here is a circus tent shaped like a shirt. Yep. <laughs> Oh, and then, and then we get the scene. So they 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 dress up Tomasi. He's church ready, and then we get the scene where the girl that he didn't fuck's mom is mad at him for yes. not fucking oh, her daughter. Oh, and he it's the he's like, hey, uh, I can't help but notice you gave me a smaller portion of leaf flop than usual. Uh, are you mad that I didn't fuck your daughter? Be honest. <laughs> She's just slamming shit around the kitchen. I gotta say, this movie's selling me on Tonga more than Mormonism, and that's with full knowledge that Mormons won't eat the soles of my feet. So Yeah, yeah mom's super mad. She's like, seriously, why didn't you fuck my daughter? Are you kidding me? She's so hot. And he's like, yeah, so seriously, kind of got fucked on that scoop pudding. Let me get a real scoop. I don't know. But she wants a half-white baby, right? Yes. Isn't that what she says? Yes. How fucking terrifying is that? She's like, well, you don't have to marry her. Just impregnate her with a half-white baby so that our station in life can be exponentially improved. Right. To which Why? his response is, you stupid, stupid savage. Yep. No. You're... The most important part of your daughter, literally, almost literal quote, the most beautiful part of her is her hymen. <laughs> yes. Also, for the record, 0 0.5 rounds down on being white. Yeah. So does 0.9. We got you back again. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they want a mixed race. Like they want an Instagram star. I don't know. It, it doesn't make sense. But he's like. Those are attractive babies. Mixed race babies are fucking hot. I, I, I'm hot? glad we know which babies I, you can think I walk are back hot. hot. Can I walk back hot? I feel like I said that weird. Yeah. Uh, for, the, the, I would love for pleasing, you to deliver. Aesthetically pleasing for a baby in the way what? that babies are. Which, your, which races do you prefer in babies? <laughs> All of the not white. None. Damn it. <laughs> you go. I'll what go. was the next scene? I'll go. What me, was the next scene? And so, then they. So hey, let me give you some feedback as Eli Bosnick. You're going a little far with the baby attractiveness stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but eventually, Coley Pokey manages to diffuse the entire thing with the mom by showing her a picture of how much hotter Anne Hathaway is than her oh, daughter. I wanted so badly for her to be like, dude, 
That's Anne Hathaway. You're not fooling me. Fuck. That's fucking Anne Hathaway. <laughs> I've seen Princess Diaries. This is Tonga, not the fucking moon. That's Anne Hathaway. No. That's not your girlfriend. No, she lives in Canada. And I love how he, he th- this is his excuse. He's like, yeah, I can't share my cum until I'm done being a missionary. And then really I have Anne Hathaway. And then, well, even, the, okay, it's weird how I phrased that. Um, stop asking me to share my cum. It's, uh, <laughs> And I think I can say pretty fairly, this scene would have a vastly different ending if it were us. Oh, Collie Heathy, why will you not lay with my daughter? Oh, I don't know. Do do you think she's, like, interested in that? She took off all her clothes in front of you and asked you to... Right. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. She she did that, but... It's hot here, like temperature wise. Um, so, but, you know. Okay, but okay, I, I will say, yes, she wants to have sex with you, Coley Heathy. Does she? Yes. But, but does she? Coley Noah, why will you not Way have sex with ahead my- of you. Oh. Uh, cool. Coley Eli, stay the fuck away from my daughter. What? All I suggested. I know was that- what you suggested, you savage. Okay. Rude. Also. Come on. All right. So we. All we- I suggested. All right. Fine. <laughs> I don't want to get into it. All right. So <laughs> then we get a scene where. She had more pudding, I mean. Coley, where Coley, Pokey, and Fecky are watching some dude spearfish when he accidentally chops his own. <laughs> foot off or it like he's angry at it i don't know what they were going for <laughs> whatever this scene was going for he's just like fishing 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 with a knife oh <laughs> he's just like, fishing ah, with foot. my machete swinging this wildly oh my god this did not work out well yes yeah. i did not anticipate that yeah, this movie's like shit. It's been like twenty five minutes since we've done a good foot wound, guys. Do you want to let's 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 juice it up? Yeah, my note on this scene is today. I learned my wife is at least part Tongan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now, oh, this is this is some fucked up shit. Everybody runs to see this beautiful boat that just showed up, and it turns out it's a pimp wanting to whore off some of the Tongan daughters. Yeah, I don't like how this is all presented. It's fucking, we don't know that right away. So all we see is a boat with Heath and cases of whiskey. So it's just like, oh, look, Heath and some drinks. My That'll people. be nice. <laughs> nope, it's Nazi slave traders. Yep. Again, I'm Nazi slave traders again. This, this keeps happening in movies. <laughs> Which, uh, by the way, the, the moral of this scene is that, uh, you know, the, the daughter who he didn't fuck, she's going to get baptized. And then the, the daughter of the prostitute, she's going to go be a, a, a sex slave. And so the moral of this scene is um, non-Mormons deserve to be sex slaves. Pretty much. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which yeah. is a horrifyingly ugly beat in an already pretty ugly movie. I got to tell you, like, well, okay. And then we get what should have been and could have been a gorgeous scene, honestly, right? Like, cause the filmmakers were talented enough in this movie to make a gorgeous scene, right? The, 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 the cinematography was good. The lighting was good. Costuming, all, all of that stuff was right in this movie. It was actually a, a fairly high budget uh, flick compared to what we normally get out of Mormonism. 
But they get this scene, which is supposed to be a parallel edit of hot Polynesian girl number two getting baptized into Mormonism while hot Polynesian girl one is being baptized into D's nuts, right? Which could be a beautiful scene, except that it's a Mormon scene. So the most we can see of the prostitute girl is her moving back towards a door with an older man. Yeah. Right. So we have that one scene in the middle and they can't do anything else. And then the girl who's still on the island getting baptized, just being like, Mormonism's the best. I am not getting raped by a Nazi at all right now. (laughs) Yeah. Amazing. The movie is very clear here. Like, look, we all know who's to blame here for this girl being sexually trafficked. That's right. Her. She's yep. to blame. Ugh. Absolutely. Yes. This girl had two choices, prostitution or Mormonism. She chose poorly. She chose yeah. not Mormonism. So, yeah. By the way, does this feel like a an efficient system for getting prostitutes? For the, <laughs> they, 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 they take a boat to a super remote island and they get three. This took them like. Eight days minimum from the last tiny island that they were at, right? Yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. I'm not trying to, like, make it more efficient. I feel like that's what it sounds like now. I'm trying to, like, it does sound like that. The, can I give you some like feedback? You're, all right. You're not making it better. All right. Well, since right, why can, do you have I, all these can I make one other in your notes? unrelated? Can I make an unrelated <laughs> uh, observance of what was happening here? Sure. I did enjoy the kids who were just, like, playing in the water throughout this whole scene. It's like, it's like, you know, super tragic. And we're seeing like human trafficking happen. And there's five or six kids just being like, we splash. Yeah. <laughs> there are five kids playing chicken in the back of this human trafficking scene. Yes. It's, it's distracting. Yeah. All right. Well, since the hard right turn, the dramatic flavor of this film just took, knocked over all the shit on my desk. I guess we've got to pause for a minute. But first, I'm going to give act three the hard sell here. Can Coley Pokey turn these savages white and delightsome? Will Mormon God protect them from the savage vicissitudes of the ocean? What would it take to get the documents that definitely exist of the conversations old white men were having at this time in Salt Lake City about how black Polynesian was? Find out the answers to whatever (laughs) questions they think they're asking, I guess, when we return for the exhilaratingly scored conclusion of The Other Side of Heaven. The answer to that third question is all the way. And so then I said, how can I have a seat outside the plane? Ugh, sounds rough. Yeah. Yeah, but it's over. At least we don't have any more travel. Hey, podcast oh, listener. Damn it. Do you like god-awful movies? Then come on down to god-awful movies in Virginia Beach on July 27th, live and in person. Hello, operator? That was a person. We'll be breaking down Christian movies with costumes. <laughs> Merch and visual bits you can't see. That was a visual bit you couldn't see. God awful movies live in Virginia Beach on July 27th. If you don't come, we'll eat your shit. We'll eat your shit? That's what he said. Okay. Okay, so why do you trust me so much? Well, Kolimoki, I figure you wouldn't travel all this way. Uh, one, just one, to- second, one second, one second. Yeah, no, you, you just got it. You got a mosquito right there. Oh, do it. 
Thanks. Got it. Yeah. Uh, no, I I figure you wouldn't travel all this way for a lie, right, Kolimoki? Right. Right. I um I would not. I would not do that. But uh, you know, other missionaries have come here also, right? <laughs> sure, they have, Kolimoki. Hmm. And they disagree with me on some stuff, which means that uh, one of you is wrong. Right, at least one of us is wrong, actually. Yeah. Oh, fuck. That's yeah. That's true, isn't it? Yep. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Really sorry. I no. I'm just sort of like getting this. You know. Yeah, I right. no, no. I have spent I mean, take take a second. So much time on this. You really did. Just a I'm, lot. I know. I'm it's like, like your whole thing. Basically, a slave, Kolimoki. Well, I mean, I don't know. And and you, you could just like be wrong, like. Like wrong. Yeah. You know? Yep. Uh yep, I, I could absolutely be wrong. I don't think I am though. Oh, good. You don't think so. That's good. Fuck. Oh. Uh, it's time. Are you mad? Fuck. You're Fuck. mad. Fuck. You're you're very angry. So much white. You wanna sniff me again? Wear a lot of white. I smell good. And we're back for more of this shit. When we last left off, some dude chopped off his foot out of spite and all the pretty girls sold their bodies for a case of rum. And just in case you weren't getting the whole dark turn thing, we're going to rejoin the action with foot choppy guy in full blown death seizures. Yeah. And he shows yep. up and he's like, don't worry. I know what you want because I'm obviously the guy that healed a child earlier in the movie. <laughs> Would you like us to switch his religion real quick? Yep. And the guy's like, nope, not, uh... Not what I wanted. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the Catholic minister gets mad. And then John, the Mormon missionary, is like, come on, man, he's dying. A blessing could only help. Just let me try my Mormon magic thing. <laughs> and you can see in the minister's eyes, he's just like, come on, man. We both know we're both <laughs> lying. We both know. I know you're a liar. You know I'm a liar. Don't, Don't make this blow up tough. our spots. Come on. Yeah, so he bends over. They won't let him bless the guy. So then he bends over the dying guy, and he's like, well, I guess go towards the fucking light then. Nothing else I can do. I guess I can baptize you after you die. Yeah. Figure that out. <laughs> I wanted the rest of the movie to be a, like, foot magic tournament between the two rooms. <laughs> Just fixing stuff. Not at all. Yeah. So, yeah, so the guy dies, and then Coley Pokey starts crying way too much, right? Like, he should way not be visibly much. more shaken than this man's family. Hey, man, just dial it back a little bit. You're going way over the top. Well, I'm just, I'm looking to be a professional mourner. <laughs> professional, I was going to say, here. professional mourner lady turns to the person Blind next to him. tackle. Asshole. <laughs> Amateur dealer. Amateur. <laughs> You can't start that big. He's going to tire himself out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that night he's on a beach being sad uh, with Fecky and Fecky realizes that a really bad storm is coming. Right. <laughs> also, act three. We yeah. better get out of here. <laughs> yeah. So they, they, they rush to a shelter, but there's a little girl out in the storm. They must rip off Karate Kid 2. <laughs> oh, my God. This is that's exactly my notes here, too. This is directly stolen from Karate yeah. Kid, too. Like, they might as well run into Ralph Macchio out there in the storm. <laughs> He's like, are you looking for a little girl? Different, like, different little girl. Mine's oh, up hey. on, on a bell. <laughs> Sweep the leg, right? You're the, yeah. Also, no, love your work. 
Was there a reason established why they go out and look for this girl instead of the child's parents? Nope. No. Okay, because they get into the little shelter thing and the dad's like, my daughter's out there. And he's like, I'm sorry, you said your daughter, right? right. Do you, you want gonna, me to get um, out of the way of the stairs? At least come Is with that us? what you're What's the, <laughs> I guess we're ripping off Karate Kid too. then. <laughs> I'll go. Also, I want to point out, and I alluded to this a little bit as we were going to the interstitial, but the scoring in this movie, it's not particularly good. It's, it's, it's like, it's entirely unoriginal, but it's super effective. Right. So in this dumb fucking karate kid to rip off scene, I was kind of on the edge of my seat, but I would have been more so if my eyes were closed. Right. Yeah. yeah right. You can tell that like a not super talented composer was kept getting told to make it more Hans Zimmer. -y. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. But you could tell the other actors were being told, see if you can do it. Not super talented. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the next morning. Everybody climbs out of the storm shelter and discovers that the island has been devastated by a hurricane because there is no God or he hates these people. So everybody's pretty bummed, um, except <laughs> except the one dog who is stoked he's going to be eaten well. <laughs> There's a dog. <laughs> Free fish. Did the dog get like blown onto the island with the storm? <laughs> How does that happen? Well, yeah, understand. yeah. No, its owner went on to the land of Oz, you see. Yeah. <laughs> But they're like, yeah, um, Mormon white guy, what, what's happening here? Any chance you guys are burning too many fossil fuels over there? There's <laughs> a lot of weather popping up recently. Yeah, so, but Coley Pokey and Fecky run to check on the old guy that's the, from Matrix 2 that's there. That guy. Oh, that's, he's in, he's the guy yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, got, who got killed in the mech suit? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's him, yeah. What? Yep. So, yeah. So then a, a, a government uh, minister shows up to the devastated island and tells him to rub some dirt in it. Right. Who is also the pedophile bicycle. Yeah. Again, this doesn't matter, except the movie's going to surprise us with it in about 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And apparently it mattered <laughs> way more to Eli than it did to us. So, yeah. So he's like, don't worry. Uh, we'll be fine. There's a boat that's going to show up in a couple of weeks. You probably won't starve to death before then. Quit your bitching. Yep. Yep. And then they're like, uh, Catholic minister, could you lead us in a prayer? And just, you know, um, maybe a little preventative stuff in this one. I mean, it seems like you don't really, you know, think ahead. This keeps happening. Maybe block the whole storm. Just saying. Yeah. So, okay. So they're gathering up fruit and they're rebuilding the, the village or whatever. But Fecky needs Coley Pokey to run over here to where there's another scene. Apparently... Hot Polynesian sex slave girl washed up on the beach during the storm? Yep. <laughs> what happened? Well, she was in the middle of being sex trafficked, and then that tsunami showed up, and oh, Mormon God, who allowed her to be sex trafficked, was like, well... I don't want her to drown. Let's give her another me, shot here. I guess. Let me deliver her back to her island, which is pretty ironic when you think about it. Right? right? Because I and destroyed they, that case of rum that she <laughs> traded herself for. So now she's just back on the island. I am a card. Come on. Come on. Laugh it up. Come on. Yeah. And then they thank him. They thank Mormon God. Yep. Or they thank whatever God they think did this. They're just like, yeah, thanks for sending the storm to save our daughter from human trafficking. Hate to give you notes, but... 
maybe just hit the Nazi slave ship. Just them right away the next just time before this. A shark. Remember what I was saying before? Big angry shark could have done it. Yeah, and and so then we get a scene where Coley Pokey and Fecky are sitting around hoping not to starve. I guess it's it's yeah. been four weeks, and the boat that was supposed to be there two weeks ago still hasn't arrived. Yeah, and they're doing the I cut, you choose thing. And I just, audience, if I can give you any advice, do not do this with Heath. He gets a scale out. It's a whole thing. Just <laughs> this one weighs more, choose. but the volume is larger. <laughs> yeah, he gets into a hole. Yeah. He saturates both pieces of food with water <laughs> to make sure volumetrically he's getting a fair. Th- it's a whole thing. So I often use a calorimeter. I like to. <laughs> so, and also, I, I, I want to point out again. It is damn near criminally negligent for the Mormon church to have sent this kid to this island in the first fucking place, right? And and this is a get ready for your big mission trip kiddo movie. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, go have your feet eaten by rats and almost starved to death on some tropical shithole. Yeah. Why did the rats stay with the feet, by the way? <laughs> I, why wouldn't they just start eating like your calf also? Right. What? Yeah. It seems like that could also work. All right, so now we cut to it's it's been six weeks since the hurricane, uh, and Anne Hathaway's pretty pissed that he hasn't written in six fucking weeks. I love that they they <laughs> overcut devastation and starvation with it's fine. Don't write me a Passive letter. Aggressive note <laughs> yeah, writing. Right. <laughs> I might die soon from starvation. Wish you were here, love John. Wait, sorry. P.S. Mm, that sounded weird. Uh, I want to hold hands. While we die of starvation together. Well, no, wish, I wish you were here with crackers and cheese whiz is what I meant to say. And avocado toast. I, oh, that would be good. That was nice. Yeah. Too. Salt. On or it. you could you could die over there kind of soon and I'll meet you in heaven. That <laughs> yeah. works for me also. Want to say a week? I don't know yes. what direction heaven is in, so you might want to delay it. I want to say, be... say up. And now, and <laughs> up. And also, so he's writing this letter where he's like, I don't know if I'm going to be alive when you read this letter. Again, this is this guy's recollection. He probably missed two lunches or something or whatever. And then he says in the letter, he goes, Gene, I've learned things here that I can't express. And I'm like, well, then you haven't learned them. They're not things (laughs) then. They're vague fucking feelings. And then he expresses them. And no, they weren't things. Nope. No, they were not. No. Something about a, a river. (laughs) <laughs> and he's like are these letters fun to read are you in, would you watch a movie about me narrating this <laughs> for most of the movie kind of no? get what dad was going for with the whole don't want you to go to tonga thing now <laughs> good one dad good one but but the good news though is that while he's reading this note um, we're seeing Anne hathaway walking around in a field in a flowing white gown so okay Right, sure. like I've I've listened to more meaningless drivel for less attractive women in the past. So fine, exactly. yeah. At one point, Anne runs across the water because she's Jesus. I guess he yeah, wants to fuck that Jesus. Was un- that was is un- that, that okay? She did walk on water. I'm yeah. not crazy. She, mm-hmm. she does walk on water in his montage at one point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd love a good gender switch on the Messiah, but <laughs> I do not see that being what this Mormon movie intended. <laughs> no. Come on, that's no. some Shyamalan-level twist. Anne's been Jesus the whole time? Yeah, right? <laughs> You'd figure Jesus would be a better Oscars host. But, <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Hand, handle, no, his you pot, wouldn't. <laughs> handle his pot a little bit better. Fuck. <laughs> All right, so he's he's dreaming about dying, 
But then the Catholic priest guy comes to find him. Old Catholic priest guy has one little bit of food that he's been holding on to, but he's going to give it to the Mormon missionary and they're going to make up for their their war over the Tongan souls that they've been having since he got there. And he accepts it awkwardly fast, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, I mean, the only other way that could have been more awkwardly fast is if it was Heath Enright. That's... <laughs> Please, Coley Heathy, you must take this food. Okay. I am mm. but an old man, mm. and you're young, with much mm. to do, and... <clears throat> wow, you are... Mm. You're just going to town on oh, that, huh? Really mm -hmm. Okay. Mm. Thought I'd have to convince... Shh. It's Shh. fine. Uh, goodbye. Mm. I, I guess I'm gonna mm. go die. Mm. Okay. Okay. Oh, no, uh, sorry. <clears throat> Wait, just wait, wait a second. Yes? Um, do you have any more food? Nope. No, that is, that is the last food. I'm gonna mm, boo. die because I... Okay. Boo. Okay. <laughs> Enjoyed dying. I mean, that's basically what happens. Yeah, I no, mean, it is. Don't offer food if you don't yeah, want, like, well, if you don't genuinely yeah. want the person to eat it. That's fair. But but the key here, though, is that Catholic guy is super sorry for trying to get people to beat him up and spread rumors about rats eating his feet because they hate Mormons and shit. And uh, he's <laughs> learned that Coley Pokey is actually a pretty good dude. I wanted more trash talk here, though, from the Catholic priest guy, just like whispering to John, like, look into my heart. Prophets don't come from goddamn upstate New York. My God is real. And he's killing you right now. You lose, Bleh. I win. <laughs> so, all right. So they're all sitting around starving to death and everything. And then finally, the the bell that they ring when a boat shows up starts ringing. And it was like, oh, it's the boat. I so wanted it to turn out to be the New Zealand pimp again. It was like, oh, we just brought... <laughs> right, we were just going to uh, fuck y'all, but... Uh, that was... I rang the really good news bell. It's more Nazi slavers. Uh, <laughs> do you guys want to be Nazi slaves? Yup. We all literally do. <laughs> yep. 100%. And will you feed yeah. us? Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to see the uh, boat bell guy wake up and have to deal with that because we see everybody just like spread out for death. That's like the yep. shot we're getting of this mm -hmm. whole town. They like decided not to sleep in their houses and just <laughs> spread out on the ground and died that day but then watch him be like hey uh, guys okay you're all in earshot there's a boat right can we just pass it down the line it's a small the bell. dude no come on just get up i'm <laughs> i'm telling you with words it's it's all the way over there i'd have to climb a thing all right but so so they get food and everyone's gonna live except for old catholic dude who gave away his last food he dies um, so we get his funeral. Th this island is so inconsistent with their funerary rites, by the way. Yeah. Totally different All they know is that, that Tongan funerals involve wicker, damn it. Wicker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, of course, Coley Pokey plays with a trumpet. <laughs> God damn it. I like. I almost quit the movie here. I almost <laughs> quit the movie with the, the trumpet playing. That's They're killing me. That's what got you, huh? All yep. right. It really, really did. <laughs> so now uh, Coley Pokey is checking his mail because this movie is about so goddamn little. Uh, there's a new mission president who wants to promote him. 
Um, but not Fecky. Fecky can go fuck himself because he's not very white and delights him at all, is he? He's like, oh my gosh, Fecky, it's great news. I'm going to be mission president and start a school and preach cool. to outer islands. And he's like, that's really? great. What, what about me? What about oh, me? you. Yeah. <laughs> you get to help. Uh-huh. Keep what was that? building stuff. Keep building. Yeah. The- Sweatshop for Pier One Imports. Is yeah. that what you're talking about? <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so yeah. So now we get a scene where Fecky and Coley Pokey say their fa- farewells, and there's this great awkward moment where they know that, like, in a movie, they should have to like they should exchange something. You know, ha- here have something to remember me by. But neither of them wants the thing, <laughs> right? So, no, no, I, c- I couldn't be responsible. I don't have room for that. in my pocket for that, <laughs> Pearl. I got you. Uh, Dead guy's pearl. <laughs> Did you just find that in your pocket? No, I got it for no. you, especially. No. Okay. That's so much worse than my gift of lint. <laughs> the dead guy's pearl back. There you go. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, exactly. And so the, as they're leaving, uh, Fecky goes, I will build all your chapels for you because I'm not white enough for a good position with your church, but... I'm going to build all the places that you're in charge of. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> hey, in, in like 25 years, you will sort of be a person to us. Yeah. Does that help? Technically. Oh. No. You will die before then. <laughs> you will die before then of bone cancer. Of so bone that's cancer, fun. we will yeah. learn. Yep. I don't want to spoil it for you. Yeah, right, right. No, come on. Don't give away the twist. <laughs> All right, so now it's time to learn all about the pedophile, right? And again, we are going to pick up this horrifying plot thread and then drop it in the sand right where we found it. Yeah, so he's talking to Tomasi, uh, uh, Kolipokias. I guess Tomasi, now that Fecky has gone off to to be a builder again, Tomasi is his sidekick, Polynesian. Yep. And Tomasi's like, well, you know, the other day I brought my daughter over to the governor to let him fuck her for a minute and then and Coley Pokey's like you did you did fucking what no no I wish that was the scene the scene is I used to have to let him fuck my daughter now I give him alcohol instead and Coley Pokey is like that's horrible you absolutely should not give him alcohol <laughs> he okay, does he question, totally does why do you wish this that wouldn't wouldn't you wish for the liquor thing instead of the daughter? <laughs> yeah, yeah Tomasi asked this like, so you want me to go back back to my daughter's vagus? What are you saying to me now? And he's like, all I know is that Mormons don't drink or serve alcohol. And he's like, <laughs> oh, no, 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 we're allowed to sell it, right? Like we, it's, as long as nobody sees the bartender's hand. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I put a screen <laughs> right? up when I gave I'm it to sure. him. You have a little blurry thing there. Yeah, oh, fine. So, okay, so, but Tomasi's done with this asshole. He wanders off after after he says, I forbid you from giving that man alcohol anymore. Uh, Which, again, it, is a replacement for his daughter. Yeah. Yeah. So God wants his daughter getting fucked by that rich guy is the Mormon message of this moment. Very yes. clearly. So, okay. So, but 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 his counselors have all left him now. So he's he's trying to go on a trip to some other island somewhere. And he has to try to launch the boat on his own, but he can't do it because he needs help. And then Tomasi shows up and agrees that it is best to always do what the white people say. So he helps him push the boat. And they sail <sighs> somewhere. 
So they're sailing to some island or whatever, and they lose their wind. So they're all sitting out there on the ocean, and they realize that they are they're praying wrong. They need to change their prayer strategy. <laughs> you know what I just realized is we're praying for wind from the south. Someone's probably playing for wind from the north. I I have texted them a couple of times to stop, but I feel like they're not. <laughs> hey, you know we can sail into the wind. You can sail into the yeah, wind no, with a sailboat. Oh, thing. But eventually the the prayer strategizing meeting doesn't work. So Nathaniel Lee, the the guy from The Matrix, decides he's going to get in their little dinghy and row Holy Pokey all the way to this little island. And I'm like, well, can't Holy Pokey row his, row his own fucking self to the other? Why, why does a brown person have to do this? for him oh and luckily he explains he's like look i am useless and just a terrible <laughs> savage but you know what i can do i can serve Bro. a white man yep yep yeah he has a whole fucking monologue about that and then they oh then for some reason the camera lingers after the monologue and i wanted him to be like I'm thinking of a thing. All right, let's do this. I, uh, <laughs> I see something blue. <laughs> is it water? Is that? Is it, I see something else blue. Is it the sky? <laughs> God damn. Yeah. All right. So, but he does get Coley Pokey to the island in time to share the gospel after all. So he spreads Mormonism to all the other islands and he writes a letter to Gene and Gene writes a letter to him and he baptizes the shit out of some Tongans. They were lining the fuck up for him, y'all. <laughs> and I love that they're running out of stuff to say in the letters. Already. Right? Like, yeah, there's a lot the of writers. Anyway. The writers of the movie are running out of things <laughs> to say in made up la in letters. They're just it's like people who text hey at this point. Just like, hey, <laughs> fuck you. Everybody who texts the word hey, go fuck yourself. God Everyone texts heat the word hey. Don't text. <laughs> All right, so now Don't dox my phone number. <laughs> he's been on the island for two and a half years. Uh, which I thought was longer. God, Jesus, I, I thought, okay, so anyways, it's been two and a half years. Uh, the chapter president is here to see him, and he's super embarrassed because his lean-to is messy. Yep, and by the way, the <laughs> this chapter president is fucking bananas. He's like, so you been here for two and a half years, and he's like, yep, I opened a school, we were preaching and baptizing, I almost starved to death, there was a giant storm, I'd love for you guys to check in more often, by the way, uh, and and then he goes, yeah, okay, that all sounds, whatever, did you fill out the baptismal paperwork? Yes! Yeah, we're, we're putting cover sheets on all the TBS reports, <laughs> now on. Yes, that's the whole conversation, he's like, well, you know, you've, uh, Spread our religion quite effectively, but you don't seem to have any of the paperwork done. So, so then we get a humorous him getting the paperwork done montage. Yeah. <laughs> Which, again, I love that was included in this movie because, you know, some guy was like, hey, I need these sheets. And he was just like, oh, OK, yeah, no, you weren't here when I got trapped after the tsunami and almost starved to death. I had to steal an old I mean, get get an old guy's food willingly. <laughs> but Yeah, man. Who died I'll later those, and can't tell us whether or not he gave it to me. Get you those baptismal <laughs> records right away. In my book, you're going to look like such an asshole. <laughs> so yeah, so just before the president leaves, he brings all the paperwork and he's like, here's all that paperwork you needed. And the president's like, wow, I sure am sorry. I was so hard on you. By the way, I want you to stay in this miserable hellhole for another six months. Bye. Oh, um, it's he's gone. 
Yeah, no, it's great. It's like being in prison except for rats eat the soles of your feet. Feet, yeah. Sometimes. It's a really slow boat. You can hear me saying this. You're still right there. I can see you. You're staring me in my eyes. We're five feet away. I can touch you. I'm touching your hand. I'm touching you. All right. But of course, if you're going to describe a Mormon mission, you're going to use the word adventure an awful lot. So it's time for an adventure. Is it? Sometime later, he's on a boat with, uh, I don't know, two of the characters, and they find one of the guy's kids stowing away on the boat. (laughs) So he tosses the kid overboard and says, swim home, (laughs) which is so Heath's dad. Yep. Oh, that kid is a good swimmer. Yeah, or, or or he's dead. dead. Yeah, you know exactly. what he is? He's a winner, or he's dead, and those are great, great options. Those are the two. You could those those are the two. I I tried to name a third, and I was like, what? No, sorry. That's a, correction. Things. Text him. Hey, are you okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So they're out on the boat, and then there's a terrible storm while they're at sea in this tiny ass little boat. And they have some adventures. Lightning surrounds them like a team of ninjas. The wave from Perfect Storm shows up. <laughs> There's a fucking kid with a tiger on the boat floating by. <laughs> Crazy, Did you guys get right? any of them flying fish? Oh, oh this shit. Is great. Did you see? We saw Ralph Macchio earlier. This is so cool. <laughs> this, is, this is weird. Hold on. Is that Clooney and Marky Mark in that what? other boat? What the what? fuck is happening? <laughs> is that girl swinging? <laughs> all right so eventually the boat uh capsizes goalie pokey's out in the middle of the ocean all by himself and but don't worry Anne hathaway is running down a beach in his memory so he'll have enough strength to swim to the guy stranded on an island cartoon island yep <laughs> yeah. now luckily though uh tomasi and kalepi the the two polynesian dudes he was with also swam to the island. How incredibly <laughs> unlikely this is. Yeah. And they're beckoning him over. They're like, hey, hey, John, we found the timeout island. It's <laughs> Just keep sweating. He knows. He knows to keep sweating. We're not going to drown. We're going to starve to death now. Yeah, well, no. Cool. L- luckily, the boat just happened to wash up on that island, too. <laughs> Is this beef jerky? This is. <laughs> and seats. A uh, heck of a sapistance. He is still far away. Swimming is slow. <laughs> this is what. Uh, I feel like we used up our shouting. What? Uh, who's your favorite on drag race? <laughs> so, all right. So he eventually they get back to the island, uh, Niawatapurupu, and. The, nice. Thank, what? Thank you. I don't even have it That's written not even written anywhere yeah, on no. the page. No, it's not. Yeah, right now. So, okay. He's got it on a post-it note on his computer. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I said, I said it like 14 times last night. I was like, I knew how to poo poo. Oh, he made a MIDI file with different inflections and he was ready <laughs> yeah, for exactly, that. Exactly. He sent it to the Ministry of Culture in Tonga. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I the, watched the movie once. <laughs> <laughs> I did the homework. All right, so, but he gets back and everybody's real sad about something. Uh, apparently, he got a letter and they all read it before he got there and they're all real sad because it's a telegram telling him he has to go home now. Yeah. And what will they do without their white savior? That's the movie. Yeah, exactly. So they all gather up to have a big uh, white savior is leaving us party. <laughs> uh, they have yeah. a gift for him 
the clothes the Mormon oh. secretly sent with him oh. in case he died. <laughs> what? The, that is the most morbid fucking shit. Yeah, they come up to him and say, hey, man, when you were coming here, the Mormon church sent us these burial clothes and told us to follow you around with them in case you died. But you didn't die, so you get to keep them now. What? <laughs> By the way, I checked in with some Mormon friends on this. I was like, is this a thing? And and the answer was, I would not be surprised if it used to be a thing. But what is a thing is the church not revealing how many missionaries die on their missions. Really? What? Yeah. They're just like, they don't have, they don't keep track of that. Of their oh, I'm sure. Numbers? I'm sure they keep track of it. <laughs> they just... <laughs> but they're not just sharing that number with any old body. <laughs> All right, but now, but there's a, it's a, it's an exciting night for the, uh, for the folks on the island. They got their, they got themselves a generator. Uh, so now they have electricity and they have a radio so they can listen to radio. And this is where the movie loses track of the fact that the English is a stand in for the Tongan language at this point. <laughs> or this movie wants us to believe that there's a Tongan Lone Ranger out there. <laughs> oh, that'd be the best. <laughs> But yeah, like they're all sitting around listening to the radio and he walks off and I wanted so badly for him to be like, kids these days glued to the big wooden box. They don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> and then he throws out his like death shroud clothing and immediately gets killed somehow. That would yeah. be very Oh, that'd, that'd be good. good. Yeah, he gets electrocuted by their, uh, exactly. by their generator. All right, so... <laughs> Holy Pokey wanders off to be sad. He has to go. He sees hot Polynesian girl, too. This is the one that tried to fuck him earlier. She has a baby now, and she must be married because he's not, like, <laughs> looking at her with abject disgust or anything. Oh, and it's the best awkward moment. It's clearly him walking over and being like, all right, last day of camp. Fuck <laughs> that. Oh, hey, it's you. Well, you're married now. Husband and baby. No, what? Congrats. <laughs> That's crazy. I, wow. I was just checking the specs on this dock right <laughs> past you. Oh, firm. Firm. <laughs> I, it's funny because I hit you up on Facebook without clicking your profile. <laughs> but you also have had been living for 10 years. Yep. <laughs> Why would you want to get lunch? Can you can you tell if I click on the stories or just? The... <laughs> All right. So now um, I guess hot Polynesian girl two is going to sing him off, right? And and she has a British accent. Yeah. Well, right. Yeah. She's got a lovely falsetto. So yeah, we have the whole like he's getting on the boat and everybody's lining up to be sad. And the mom whose daughter he didn't fuck sure is going to miss him. And all the brown people are sure happy they taught they got taught white people. God, <laughs> I want him to be like, and here's a jar of my semen. Enjoy your half white baby. <laughs> huh? I knew you wanted right? it. Right. Right. <laughs> Been saving this Instagram. up for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a jar left over from the Catholic guy. It's weird. It's like, but I kind of came so, across a jar. I thought, why? Well, you know. It had come in it. So I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and then the uh, last person he says goodbye to is. That uh, the girl that he who tried to fuck him earlier. Yeah. And he sniffs the fuck out of her like way creepier than the earlier sniff that we got. Yeah. Just so much worse. And I wanted the, the husband to be like, hey, did you just fucking sniff my wife? And just like <laughs> tackle him. Yeah. I thought that was a thing. I thought we were because no, man, that's just that was just Fecky's weird obsession. Fecky's You're just not... dying laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Gore. 
Long gone. God. <laughs> so good. So he leaves. They all wave their scarves to him as he floats away. Uh, and he sure is going to miss Tonga. But now he gets back to civilization and he can't, he just can't even sleep on those fancy mattresses anymore. And I love this final part of the movie because the the rest of the story is, and then I went back home where I was white and I lived the end. Yeah. So they're just like, <laughs> yeah. I got home and I was like, all right, toilets. <laughs> yeah. Toilets. Well, and also, like, you know, a sensible filmmaker would have the decency to show us him and Anne Hathaway getting reunited, but it just sort of gets rolled into the end anyway, right? Like, we see them, the first time we see them together, they're walking out of the chapel having just gotten married. We don't even yep. get the goddamn, the whole movie's about the reunion, and they don't even give us that. And then we get this, like, the last scene where she wakes up, but he's already up and staring complexly out over the water towards Tonga, I guess. <laughs> And she's in the dress from his reverse memory. So they come. <laughs> and he's like, hey, uh, small thing. Do you always wear a wedding dress? Is that... <laughs> no. Crazy. Just a reference to my letter. Yeah. When I was running down the beach and swimming in a dress. Yeah. In a letter. And then, so, but he's, but he's kind of broody and everything. And she's like, come run with me with abandon. And I'm just like, is that what Mormons do instead of blowjobs or something? Yeah, you man. Just, Let's run on the beach together. Okay. You can run from your own boner. <laughs> they do docking. Is, was that a Mormon thing? I, th I feel like I learned that in a Mormon movie. What you're thinking meant. of, you're thinking of soaking. Soaking. What's yes. docking? Docking is where you put your dick inside another guy's dick skin. Inside the skin? Yeah. You'd like push forward your foreskin and you smush like, them? Like yeah. And you like, wow. You like Pac Man, what another it, guy's dick. Can, can you dock without foreskin? No. No. Okay. Now, soaking is the thing I was thinking of that Mormons do. That Mormons do. And that's where you just, <laughs> you, 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 you hang out soft right in there. I can hear when Noah <laughs> mutes himself these days to cut <laughs> when we do this. <laughs> I don't have to mute myself to do that. So echoey on his end, <laughs> his back end noises. <laughs> so I just—it's perfect freedom and perfect silence. <laughs> it's just no, it's not. I'm just, I'm, I'm just checking the temperature. I figure I had a minute Turn to check the temperature. Air conditioning while we do our bit. No, do it. You're killing it. Teaching more so. words. <laughs> So then we get our breakfast club clothes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we get a breakfast club clothes. And this, okay, the lady who tried to fuck him gets a breakfast club clothes, which means she moved to the United States. What a weird breakfast club clothes for her, right? She goes to see this movie with her family and they're just like, oh, so you tried to get a half white baby. <laughs> huh, grandma. And her husband's just like, I... Would have loved a heads up about this scene. <laughs> this baby's attractive. Did you use the jar? Be honest. <laughs> Feel like Come you used on. the jar. Feel like you used it. And of course, Fikey died of bone cancer in 1972. Why even put his shit in there, right? So they like Who the fuck cares at this point? <laughs> God damn it. They're like, like why why do any of this? So like a Mormon test audience saw this without the Breakfast Club clothes and they were like, hold on. Hold on. Did any of these savages move to America and become real people? <laughs> Tell us. 
And then, so they did. And then finally, we get the fact that John and Jean got married. Neither of them were anywhere near as hot as the actors who portrayed them, and they had a socially irresponsible number of children. They and sure then did. went back to Tonga at some point, probably to dodge taxes or something. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess the closing question is pretty obvious. Uh, what is the most precious part of your body that you would let a rat gnaw off in your sleep rather than watch this movie again? <laughs> oh, oh, my eyes. That way, no matter what, I win. <laughs> uh, liver? I don't know. I knew you weren't going to go foreskin after that docking conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And well, that does it for our review of the other side of heaven. That's not going to do it for the episode just yet because we still need to watch movies at you again next week. So, Eli, tell us what's on deck. Well, it's our 200th episode tacular. So I thought I'd pick an appropriate title. Guys, we're going to be watching the best two years. Is that appropriate? Because what? They both have twos. 200 episodes. How many weeks do you think are in a year? (laughs) It's too slow. (laughs) All right. So with that to look forward to, we're going to bring episode 199 to a merciful close. Once again, a huge thanks to all the Patreon donors that help make the show go. If you'd like to count yourself among their ranks, you can make a per episode donation at patreon.com slash godawful and thereby earn early access to an ad-free version of every episode. You can also help a ton by leaving a five-star review on iTunes and by sharing the show on all your various social media platforms. And if you enjoyed this show, be sure to check out the sibling shows, The Scathing Atheist Citation Needed and The Skeptocrat, available on iTunes and wherever else podcasts live. If you have questions, comments, or cinematic suggestions, you can email godawfulmovies at gmail.com. Legal services for this podcast are provided by the law offices of P. Andrew Torres. Tim Robertson takes care of our social media. Her theme song was written and performed by Ryan Slotnick of Evil Drafts on Mars. All of the music was written and performed by our audio engineer, Morgan Clark, and was used with permission. Thanks again for giving us a chunk of your life this week. For Heath Enright and Eli Bosnick, I'm No Illusions. Promise to work hard to earn another chunk next week. Until then, we'll leave you with a Breakfast Club close. Eli, Noah, and Heath all have giant professional mourner lady on retainer, each for his own reason. <laughs> Coley Pokey went on to mumble... I could have been fucking the hottest chick on New Autopoodopoo in a fucking tropical paradise every time Gene asked him to take out the trash. Heath <laughs> returned his plane tickets when the breakfast club closed, showed him the hot island girl is dead now. Also, <laughs> when it showed her real picture. That was rough. Sorry. <laughs> How dare you? No, it's fine. Go ahead. You you played it well. That's just whatever. Just write in my write me out of my own sketches. Maybe I get a few more lines next time. That's fine. <laughs> I'll tell you what. We'll just let me let me try it. Uh, it's up to. No, we'll use whichever one's better. You say Tonga. Cool. Tonga. No, you're in my head. You got in my head. No, I you got just it. say regular. You're fine. You got this. You're a very Tonga actor. You're a very professional. Say it as a pigeon. Actor. <laughs> 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 should we should we just start from the top here? Yes, maybe please, one more time. Just roll it back. Yeah, we'll roll do, it back I'll, to the beginning. I'll do the blue and the red. Eli, you just stand <laughs> off and watch. Sure, <laughs> got it. The preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm LLC. Copyright twenty nineteen. All rights reserved.